It's Wednesday, and the rain's coming down somewhere in this country, and you're feeling the wetness on your face, and you need something. You need something that's going to warm up your insides and make you feel like you can make this holiday season work. Well, Dan and I are here to tell you it's easy, and all you got to do is stay tuned to episode 100. And 93 of the Dan and Cody Podcast. This is the Dan and Cody Podcast. This is it. Right here, Cody. You put on those headphones and you go to work. Why are you yelling? This is where our message is heard. It's time to get hyped. Say it with me. What are we saying? Dan and Cody. Uh, Dan and Cody. Dan and Cody. It's Dan and Cody Podcast. Dan and Cody Podcast. Dan and Cody Podcast. Get some. Dan and Cody Podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. That's right. Happy Thanksgiving to all you crazy sweet people. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah. That's right now, you're probably up early in the morning. All the fellas are, you just, are, 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 are their breasts are out big, yep. and, so, and all the girls are gobbling. You just pull out that bird out of the fridge. You're getting it washed down. Mm-hmm. You're, you're throwing some of those dry bread crumbs in your mouth and letting them moisten up. Yeah, you're prepping, doing a lot of kitchen prep right Ooh, now. That's right. That's right. You know, the kids are playing in the yard. You've got a couple minutes to yourself. You're like, why don't I throw on this podcast? That's right. Your 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 grandfather's in house nurse is mm-hmm. showering again with the door open. Yep. Your racist Uncle Joey is spouting off about Trump again. And just finished his second 12-pack. You're like, fuck. And the Lions are for sure losing. That's absolutely (laughs) right. And you know that you're going to see all of these people again in under four weeks. Yeah, for Christmas time. Wow. And you're saying, please, can this episode be four hours long? Well, we want to let you guys know we're going to do our best. Ugh. We're gonna do our god Jesus. God, I'm I'm inappropriate. I just had too Ugh. much turkey. Oh. A gobble gobble. Wait, you have turkey before no. Thanksgiving? No. Well, I mean, yeah, like turkey sandwich, subway. Mm. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. Anyway, Dan, buddy, it's good to see you. It's good to see you too. It's good I to mean, be here. We haven't uh We're in Ben Nice. It's fucking cold. It's windy. It's windy. It's got it's, it's got a nice little bite outside. Dan's wearing seven layers. Yes, I'm a I'm a seven layer dip, <laughs> if you will. I won't. <laughs> That's great. So to recap last week, last week's recap, ladies and gentlemen, Dan, we talked a little bit about nougat. How you compared our podcast to nougat? Oh yeah, we were the nougat of podcasting. I said Three Musketeers was trash. Oh, that's right. I'm, we, I'm we, sticking by that. Yeah, uh, Disney Plus. Yep. And the film Blank Check, obviously one of Dan's favorites. Such a good movie. I uh, hope you guys watched it. It is horrifically awesome. Yeah, I mean, it definitely takes on some things that... It, it was a Me Too movement for kids. So many people co- commented about that. Yeah, I saw that. We've had, a lot of inter- we've had a lot of activity over the movie Blank Check. So It was every boy's dream. Let's just say that. It's every kid's dream. To, to, to get, get to get like an endless amount of money. It's like when you used to see those on Nickelodeon, they do those things. Sign up now and go to Toys R Us and end up getting a Ugh. like imagine like we love these ideas where you get a cart and you just fill it up with as many toys as you want. 
He was crushing it. Crushing it. Man. And he just asked for a million. Just a million. That's how cute and like cool that movie is. Yeah, absolutely. He was cool enough with a million. He would have been okay for a couple days. That house would have... If I was in California, that had dinged him, what, 600 Gs? That house? <laughs> yeah. A whole hell of a lot more that than 600 Gs, man. Probably probably the whole million. It's a million. $4 million dollar home. Like, this guy's like... <laughs> he put a payment on it. Right. He's renting it for a month. <laughs> Come on. Get out of here. Anyway. Yeah, oh. no, that's great. That's great. We are... Uh, murder in a vat of acid. Jesus Christ. Little Cody. kid was thrown in there and melted away. Parents didn't even get caught and they weren't charged with murder. I'm going to say three words. What's that? For fuck's sake. What? That goddamn murder was, that that true crime was so heavy. Did it keep it was, you up at night? It was sad. Dan texts me like Friday and he's like, man, these aren't our true crimes, man. We can't Dude. be doing these true no, crimes. I said it. I, it was like a, I, it was like my coach, like, player coach moment in the locker room I was like that's not who we are <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we do here well dan i'm gonna tell you that what was heavy as fuck i'll tell you who we are we're the type of guys that are gonna talk about kids being melted in a vat of acid <laughs> and parents that get away scot-free well they got 20 years for dismembering Ugh. a body anyway if you want to listen to that one it's 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 the la the one before this. Yeah, it's the, the episode one ninety two. Yeah, yeah, check it out. It's a goodie. And then we had a vagina museum and disappointing Milky Way nougat. Stuff That's right. About. I said I wanted to see Eve's vagina. You wanted to see Eve's vagina. We talked about that. Still do. Um, on top of that, you know, every week we want you guys to call in and we want you to to to, to tell us what you thought of the week before, mm -hmm. uh, things along those lines. On top of that, we want to make sure that you guys, you know, um do that and then we can kind of respond to how you think and feel about stuff well this week we got a couple callers uh so we're gonna dive right into that here's the first one hey guys uh it's ian again um i was trying to do what you guys said i was gonna go back to the old pearson uh fight club and uh it, it, it did not go well i went in i talked to the people i said hey i want to talk about the fight club and they were like oh are you the guy i was like yeah i can be your guy they said juice i was like no thanks i'm not thirsty i didn't know somebody said kumite i said god bless you and i was like look i'm just Ooh. here on behalf of the dan and cody podcast and they were like oh the dan and cody podcast those are those motherfuckers they were talking shit about three musketeers and i was like no 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 it's just an opinion and then these big like old sliced alone looking people came out man they had some crazy fighting styles style I, I barely got out of there alive i was running there was a vat of acid in the corner i was like man they can probably dissolve some bodies in that and i didn't know what was going on and i was like uh, oh shit oh shit is that them no 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 i love three musketeers i love three musketeers no nougat's the best i love nougat feeling i love whoa that was amazing ian i hope you're still alive buddy ian Dude, I, I I knew I saw what you were doing there. Wow, did 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 you, did you did you catch it? What I mean, what what happened, Dan? He basically recaps our entire podcast. Yeah, he totally does. So essentially, a couple weeks ago, we talked about Fight Club that was taking place at these old folks' home. Right, and Ian sent us a message saying, "Hey, he lives down from that." And we told him, "Ian, go there, check it out, take care of it, get in there, get some deets." This is his response. Yes. But even he did some even cooler shit in there. What did he do there? He 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 brought in the musketeers. Yes, he did. He right? brought in the musketeers. He, did you the, catch, he, he said Milky Way. 
And then he was like, no, 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 I, don't, I love Three Musketeers. Yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah. Did you catch the blank check reference? What did he say with the blank check reference? I didn't catch the blank check reference. Uh, if I remember correctly, the, the driver of the uh, limo. Was it one of the words the he kid, said? Yeah. They have a thing where they're like, you know what you've got? S-T-Y-L-E. Style. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's he right. Threw that, he threw that in there. That's right. And then uh, there was some more in there. I gotta, I gotta re-listen to that. Throw, throw it on again. What? Play it again. Okay, here it goes. Hey guys, uh, it's Ian again. Um, I was trying to do what you guys said. I was gonna go back to the old Pearson uh, Fight Club, and uh, it, it, it did not go well. I went in. I talked to the people. I said, "Hey, I want to talk about the Fight Club," and they were like, "Oh, are you the guy?" I was like, "Yeah, I can be your guy." They said, "Juice." I was like, "No thanks. I'm not Jeez. thirsty." I didn't know. Somebody said Kumite. I said, "God bless you." And I was like, "Look, I'm just here on Blank behalf check. of the Dan and Cody podcast." And Juice they were like, "Oh, up the, the Dan and Cody podcast. Those are those motherfuckers. They're talking shit about Three Musketeers." And I was like, "No, no, no. It's just an opinion." And then these big, like old, sliced, alone-looking people came out, man. Man. They had some crazy fighting styles, STYLE. I, I barely got out of there alive. I was running. There was a vat of acid in the corner. I was like, man, they can probably dissolve some bodies in that. And I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, uh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Is that them? No, 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 no. I love Three Musketeers. I love Three Musketeers. No, Nougat's the best. I love Nougat Philly. I love Nougat. 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 <laughs> yeah. We got Nougat. We got vat of acid. Dude, that was bomb. STYLE style. Kumite. Bloodsport. That's like Fight Club. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said that's two Stallone guys. Two Stallone I think we guys. mentioned Stallone something in one of the podcasts, especially this last couple, but maybe I maybe I don't recall. Hmm. Anyway. Ian, that, was, that was beautiful. That was dope, man. That was really awesome. And for you guys who want to check out the old podcasts, uh, check them out. Do it. Um, because, you know. They're there forever. They're there forever. <laughs> Unless something happens and, uh, you know, I need to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we got another caller. Uh, this is a familiar one. You guys may know who this guy is. Dan, Cody, what's up? Just got a real, real quick one for you this week, boys. Uh, I just need your opinion on something. So I just went into a bathroom. It was at a big box store. I'm not going to name the store specifically. But there was a, a gentleman who went into the stall as I was walking up to the urinal to relieve myself. And he he answered his cell phone in the stall and continued to have a conversation at a very very loud, loud level. So I was just curious, is it ever appropriate to answer your phone while taking a shit in a public restroom? Just want to get your thoughts, boys. Love you bunches. Bye. Well, Joe, thank you for that. Joe, that's Joe of uh, those movie guys. Yes. And, you know, Joe, you delivered again with a great topic. I know uh, Dan, for example, he doesn't even touch his phone was in the toilet, right, Dan? Oh, I'm on my phone. A lot on the toilet. <laughs> um, but I will say that people who answer their phone in a stall should probably not be around anymore. Okay. Uh, Dan. Yes. Sunday. You did this? Sunday I was at, uh, I went to the Los Angeles car show. Oh, um, I got to give a shout out to my boy, Frank, by the way. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, Frank. Uh, you know who you are. And uh, I went in and I, and I and my wife said she was going to go change the, the youngster because we took the youngster with us. Right. Had a whole family day at the L.A. Yeah. car show. So she went, changed him, used the restroom. And while she was gone, I was told her I'd meet her somewhere. Well, excuse me, I had to run to the restroom. Yeah. I went to the bathroom. I had to go in a stall. And my wife called me. Where are you? I had to answer. 
You fucking. But when I was on the phone, I wasn't yelling. I was like, hey, babe, sorry. I'm in the bathroom right now. Uh, I'll just call you when I get out. She's like, okay. No. No. Unacceptable. No. No, no man. Definitely not. So I shouldn't exist in you, your eyes? You, 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 you ignore the call, text reply. Wrong. Right. Wrong. You don't do that to people. What if it's something crazy important? What if the baby's like drowning? Where would it? What if my wife accidentally <laughs> tripped on a on a on a uh, on a remote control car and dropped the baby in Nevada acid and she needs me? Uh, a text isn't going to provide me with the context I need. Maybe you answer it and say, no, "Hey, man. you okay?" And then she says, "Yep." Then you hang up. But I still answered it. It's basically what I just did in the first place. No. You yes. Talked. You talked. I, baby, are you okay? I wasn't loud. Come on, Dan. No. Joe, what do you think about this? This is man? a not, you can't negotiate. Like, it's yes or no. No, it, this no. is a negotiable thing. This is no. Wrong. Unless you're expecting. Expecting what? Like a baby or something. No. Then you can answer a call. But no, dude. Oh, man. It's answer. What? Come on. This person had a full conversation. Joe's talking about a person who had a full conversation. Yeah. At like loudness. This is a problem with the world today. This is a this is part of a bigger problem where motherfuckers out there think they're on this planet by themselves and they only care about themselves. This person, this person, this isn't just the only thing this person does. Okay? This person doesn't use his turn signal. This person doesn't hold doors open. This person doesn't say thanks. This person rounds up when he tips. This person No, that you mean rounds down. No, no, no. Like if it's twenty if it's twenty four oh five, this motherfucker tips ninety five cents. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. That like this guy rounds up. This guy's from Europe, is yeah. what you're saying. You're describing a European. This person <laughs> pees on the seat. Yeah. This and th- this person doesn't even lift the seat. They just piss all over the seat. Wow. What does what what are the good qualities of this person, Dan? Um, this person probably gets places on time. Oh. Or being an he's asshole. Punctual? He's a jackass on the road. Oh, he's punctual. Yeah. What else? Um, what else is good about this person? Because obviously you just decided that everything about this person is terrible. Yeah. Okay. What else is good? It's a telltale sign. I, I can read people. Geminis can read people. Gemini's? Yeah. So now you're into astrology? Yeah. I love it. I got it on my back. What do you you have on your back? The Gemini sign. Really? You have Will Smith's face on on your back? (laughs) Not Gemini man. That fucking (laughs) trash movie. Young Will Smith. Old Will Smith. They're fighting each other. (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my. That's funny that you, uh, you know, you bring up Will Smith. Why? Because it was him? Yep. So we were talking about Will Smith three seconds ago before I hit the swoosh button. Right. You remember a couple weeks ago we talked about T-Pain? Yes. Or T-I? Yes. The Hyman check? Yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith sat down with T-Pain. <gasps> with T-I. With T-I. Sorry, not, T- not T-Pain. Hey, uh, yeah. I can put you in the doctor's office so to check your Hyman. <laughs> Girl, ain't nobody getting in that vagina. <laughs> Because you look so good. All right, I'm done. So anyway, so Jada Pinkett Smith sat down with him. 
and wanted to have a conversation about his comments that have fueled a uh, a really disgruntled group of people on the internet about how he uh, is willing to like destroy his daughter over this. Was Jada like, let me give you an out. Like I like let me she, let she, me give you a platform to apologize profusely. What she said was, "I'm glad that you were willing to come up here and have a conversation." And she basically said, "Let me explain to you why you were wrong." Does she have a podcast? She has a television show, apparently. Huh. And um, she, uh, it's called the Red Table Talk. So maybe it is a podcast. Was she like, "It's not Joe Hyman to check." Well, here's the interesting thing. He said, uh, I don't understand. He said, I don't understand why people are gump- are jumping on my back uh, because I want to make sure that I'm, ta- I'm, I'm raising a, a proud, strong woman in a world that, uh, what do you call it, where women can be um, taken advantage of and used and all of that, in, on all of that jazz. That's what he said. Uh, let me see if I can find the exact quote. Here's the thing. He said, I think that in the age or the time when our women, black women, are the most unprotected, unattended, disregarded women on the planet, I'm being criticized because I'm willing to go above and beyond to protect mine. That's what he said. Mine. Is there anything wrong in, her, in that statement to you? Well, yeah. Ownership. Yeah. Mine. Protect mine. Right. The problem I think you have here is we're also in an, an era where uh, if you're a parent, you have to, if that's your mindset, mm-hmm. there's also a degree where you have to kind of let your 17 or 18-year-old child become an adult and learn to make decisions for themselves. And also you have to trust that they have, that you have instilled within them a sense of uh, self-respect and integrity and also a sense of awareness of their surroundings so that they try not to put themselves in a position uh, that could potentially put them there. Now, there are times when when uh, anybody could be attacked or raped or mugged or whatever it is, right? Right. But the other problem that I think with this that, that popped out to me was that uh, you don't control your daughter. You don't own her. She's her own person. So she has to make her own decisions. And by you taking her to get her hymen checked. As rule. As rule is 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 very it's not even being a parent. It's 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 you're, you're also a, you're also a man you're telling a her to do it. It's oppressive. You're oppressing a woman. Yeah. And it's you, and, and and just sorry, I know I don't mean to cut you off here. No. But let me tell you what Jada Pinkett said to him. She said it's it's structured in the views and the outlook of men, and it tends to often be oppressive to the feminine journey. So uh, she's basically saying that, right? Like she's basically saying, what if she wants to like pleasure herself? No, she's not saying it's not a sexual thing. It's that idea that society has deemed that we have put virginity on a pedestal, right? Mm-hmm. But really what it is is not society, men have. Mm-hmm. That virginity is like this special thing for a woman. For a woman, It's not a special thing for a guy. Right. When a guy loses his virginity, it's like, okay. But when a woman loses her virginity, it's looked down upon. Or maybe it's the view is skewed. Yeah. And that perception or that context or that construct 
was put in place by men. Sure. And this is a man telling her that she needs to stay pure. Yeah. And it's that it's that old, you know, uh, familial uh, construct of man tells you what to do, you do it. I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume that T.I. has been a man of mul- with multiple partners over the course of his life and hip-hop career and wild and crazy adventures. I would agree. I would agree, too. I think what T.I. was trying to do is not have his daughter be compared to and like one of the female that he has been frequented by, you know? Sure. Um, The other thing... So are you giving him a pass in the way he's doing it? Yeah. Hell no. Okay. I I, I just know his, his experience with women is probably primarily sexual disposable, you know? Right, right, right. And he has that view. He has that view. view. So he's like, I don't want my daughter being one of these, like, disposable hoes. Right. You know? Absolutely. So he wants to protect it, and he's overprotective of it, which isn't good. It's not cool. But as you were saying, you, you cannot be the guard dog of that. You need to raise the kid... So that they're a guard dog of it themselves. Right. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, that's that's my thought. Yeah. You, ra- you raise her to want to check her own hymen. Yeah. <laughs> in in, uh, in air quotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, instill the values of, of someone feeling as though that is something to be protected. Sure. You know? Yeah. Show her the, show her the right way. Exactly. Make her want to choose it, you know? Sure. Like you or empower her to make the decision when she feels that it's right. Yeah. Cause you can't you like can't you, control it. You can't. If you if you stand over your kid and make them do their homework every day, right? Chain them to the table and you say, Do your homework. Right. Then you send them off the you do that for twelve years, you get them into college. Then no one's there to chain them to the fucking yeah. table anymore. No one's standing over them like, do your homework. They will fail. Yeah. You got to teach them that this is the way to doing well. Doing your own homework. Unchained. Be the boss. Be the boss. Yeah. Be your own boss. Teach your child to be their own boss. Ooh. Set goals. Don't check your daughter's eye. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Idiot. Sorry. Dan, don't ever speak in my swish again. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So what do you got, man? Man. How you doing, first of all? I know we kind of talked in a bunch of stuff. We got in the recap. But I want to know how Dan is right now. I want a Dan update. A, da- a dup date? A, da- a Dan a dap date. Dan Dan ain't. Dan update. He, we're so good. what's going on, man? We're good. I got a limp limp leg right now, you know? Sure. Chilling. Yeah. Working. Yeah. Fucking just, you know, living the dream. You know, it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. You and I are spending Thanksgiving together. We are. We're having our first Thanksgiving together. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for it as well. I want I want everyone to know that this Thanksgiving, I'm not fucking doing the I'm thankful for at the dinner table. Oh, that's great. Not doing it. Well, I'm, for- go- I'm going to respectfully pass. Nice. I, I'm not going to. I hate that shit. I hate it. I'd never have done it. It's. Uh, I bet you Julie's gonna try to do it. 
I bet you. Hey, Julie, you better listen to this podcast early because Dan bet. and I are not going to be thankful for shit. We're not. I, I will. Res, I will for real respectfully pass. It is cringeworthy. If you if you have a family that does the whole like go around the table and say a couple of things you're thankful for, that is, ugh, I like I can't even say those words in a sentence without like feeling curb your enthusiasm level of anxiety. You know I'm gonna respect the rules of the house that I'm eating at. So if that's her choice, I gotta respect that. It's silly. It's a show. It's a show. Everybody knows I'm thankful for. Do they? Of course. By the way that you're speaking and your tone, yeah, to I be, don't think so. To be thank- I don't think so. Why do I need to be outwardly thankful for shit? It's like fucking, it's like Wheel of Fortune. You know how they just give you R-S-T-L-N-N-E now? Yes. Because I, I, those are the letters. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my kid. Of course. That's a, a that's a thing we're all thankful for. Being inwardly thankful, though, they know I'm it thankful. It sends mixed messages. They know I'm thankful without saying it at How a dinner table that? in front of people. You you and I have had conversations where you have requested or required thank yous from people. What do you mean? Like if if somebody like excuse me, you like it when people are polite enough to say things to you mm-hmm. like that, like thank you, or excuse me, or do you mind if I use this, where people are making these kinds of requests. And now, mm-hmm. the minute you have to show you, your thankfulness, thankfulness, you're going to come in and fucking piss all over the place? No, I'm not. I said I'm going to respectfully pass. <laughs> I pass. I, I will, what I are will you thankful s- for, Dan? Pass. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to be like, this is bullshit. Come on. I'm not fucking doing it. Come on. I'm going to say, I appreciate this. Okay. I really do, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pass on that. I'm going res- I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pass. And it's going to be quiet. It's going to get quiet first. You want to know why it's go not going to get quiet? Why? Because I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and then you throw a fit like, no, Dan, you tell us. <laughs> I'll be like, Julie, no, no, no. Hold on. <laughs> Dan, what are you thankful for? <laughs> oh my god Dan will be like pass I'm gonna pass on that I'm gonna pass I'm like you already know oh my god you already know yeah they do of course they do big day we're gonna get bad weather apparently there's bad weather across the country this Thanksgiving yeah so make sure you guys drive careful you wear the you wear the proper clothing and you wear your seatbelts don't drink and drive you stupids (laughs) well Cody Whoa. Who? Burping, man. Mountain Dew. I'm on my second Dew of the last month. I'm going to have to tell you that's not who we are again. It's not not who we are. We're not a burpee cast. No, no, we're not. You're right. You keep it in. We're a slurpee cast. Slurpee cast. Anyway, what do we got? What do we got? All right. Are you familiar with the, the service Cameo? No. No, you're not. Never heard of it. Okay. There's a service called Cameo. Like service, what kind of service? Uh, it's like a messaging service. Like so, like WhatsApp? No. Like say it's your birthday, okay? okay? You love uh, B- B- Bjorn, right? Pete Bjorn? Pete Bjorn. 
Yeah, Bjorn. You son of a I was bitch. so close. <laughs> I was so Don't close. Don't you dare ever defame Pete Yorn with Bjorn. Okay, you love Pete Yorn, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can go on Cameo if he's there, and I can pay to have him record himself giving you like some sort of message. Okay, like, what do you what do you pay? Like, what are we talking? I, like, it depends. There's like tiers, like Snoop Dogg's on it. Uh, there's other like, the, like uh, the Mary and Pippin from Lord of the Rings are on it. You know, like together, it's like a combo thing. No, but like they're separate. That's oh. just all I could think of. Okay, like a cameo. It's like you know, C to B, some A level celebs have like pages. And right. I can be like 150 bucks Snoop Dogg for 30 seconds. Like you get a video, you click it in your email, and it's like, hey, what's up, Cody? It's Snoop Dogg. I just want to say happy birthday for shizzle my nizzle. You know? And it's a video of him doing it. Okay. All right. You with me? Yeah, I got you. Cameo. Yep. Cameo. Okay. Oh, this bitch. This bitch. Wow, damn. Bitch. I'm saying it. Somebody ain't thankful. No. Um, Cheyenne, a girl named Cheyenne, she used this service to break up with her boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cheyenne. This is awesome. Do you know who she used? Uh Uh-uh. Who? Fucking Mark McGrath. Really? Yeah. Because it was her her ex-boyfriend's, like... Favorite, like he what? He's a Sugar Ray fan. Yeah, of course. Her name's Cheyenne. She's from Wyoming. Yeah. Right. So uh, is she from Wyoming? No, that's the capital of Wyoming, by the way. Is Cheyenne? She wanted to break up with her boyfriend Braden, and McGrath, like he obliged. He made a clip. <laughs> Did they post the clip? The clip is on Twitter. Oh my god! I would like to play it for you right now. So before you hit play, yeah. This this message gets emailed to you, I guess. Okay. And then you get the link, and it's like, hey, you have a message on Cameo waiting for you. From Mark McGrath. From Mark McGrath. And then you click it from your email, and then I guess you can do whatever you want with the video. You could probably download it, and that's how this person, then this thing got on Twitter. Okay. Somehow. So this thing's on Twitter. Yep. Okay, so here I go. I'm going to go ahead and play Mark McGrath's uh, I'm going to dump you video. <laughs> Here we go. Let's... What's up, Braden? It is Mark McGrath from the band Sugar Ray, off the charts, but always in your hearts. And this cameo was booked by Cheyenne, and she wants you to know a few things. And this is a little difficult for me to say because it's the first one of these I've done, but she wants you to know that you mean a lot to her. You mean the world to her. (laughs) But she's having difficulty staying in this long-distance relationship. You know, it's tough. I've been on the road for years, and I've been with my wife a long time, and the, the biggest arguments, the biggest, you know, obstacles in our relationships is the distance between us. It makes it very difficult when we're on the road, um, and it's hard. So Cheyenne is trying to let you know, Brayden, that it's very, very tough for her to stay in this relationship. She still cares about you a lot. You never know what the future may hold. And she still wants to be friends with you because obviously she cares about you very, very much. And she wants you to know, good luck on your thesis coming up. (laughs) 
Probably not the best timing, Cheyenne. When he's doing his thesis, but I understand. You know, you got to work on your thesis, and life goes on. And um, you know, I'm sure there's big things ahead of you in the future, Braden. But Cheyenne cares about you enough to let you know that she's thinking about you. But the long distance thing is just a little difficult for her. And she wants you to stay positive. She wants you to be friends. And she knows that um, you're a fan of the band Sugar A, which I'm honored. I wish I was delivering you good news. Hopefully I can see you backstage, give you a high five someday, dude. And we can maybe laugh about this sometimes. Oh, my God. Hopefully we all can. Cheyenne, Braden, all of us. We all can hang out. But uh, she wants to be friends right now, bro. The long distance thing's a little difficult, but she wishes you nothing but the best. All the love in the world. And do, 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 do your best on that thesis, man. I know it's... uh, it's tough in the holiday season and um, holidays relationships too. and all that stuff, man. But you've got holidays. big things ahead of you, bro. If you're working on a thesis, you've got a good life in front of you. All right. On behalf of Mark McGrath and Cheyenne, we love you, Braden. Be positive, bro. All right. Wow. Oh, my God. Can I just say, first of all, let me, let me. <laughs> I know you've seen this, so you got it. Let me let me just yeah, put a yeah. couple things out there first. First of all, when did Mark McGrath's face turn into the guy from uh, uh, Back to the Future Two that was on the that was on the television? You know that uh, computer image, three D version of somebody asking uh, Marty McFly if he wants a Pepsi. It was somewhere between um, between E. Yeah, when he got on E, yeah. I, and, and second of all, I guess that's just that's just like a me being a dick. But <laughs> the real thing is that that breakup, that two minutes and twenty seconds of listening to Mark McGrath break, break up, up with, with somebody for somebody is more painful than if somebody would have just called me, right? Like me listening like to him trying like text. yeah like. Mark McGrath is trying to find the lighter things in life. Be positive, bro. Yo, what's up? Mark McGrath, Sugar Ray. It's just not working out. Yeah. The, I think the most pathetic thing about this is that this kid, this guy, he loves Sugar Ray. Mark didn't even sing. <laughs> and not just that, now, every time he hears Sugar Ray... Like Mark McGrath fucking broke up with me. That's exactly. <laughs> he could have sang. He could have sang when it's over. Yeah, or he could have sang like now, like every what? There's a halo hanging from the corner of my four post bed. Oh, right. Mine is when it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the time I fall in love again. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Sing that, Mark. Yeah. Ugh. Instead, he's like, "You were doing a thesis. Things are going pretty good for you." Yeah. Mark, what? Sure. Probably not good timing, Cheyenne. It's the holidays. Holidays, thesis. He's in finals. <laughs> She's doing it. She could have at least done it like, wow. What a bitch. Text I'm, me. I don't know about bitch just as much as like, it's an age thing. Yeah. It's immature. Yeah. And it's, I'm, I'm sure he's, he's probably like B. higher uh, on the, 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 the chain of cost on, on uh, you can look it up, can't you? Yeah, on cameo. I mean, two minutes of Mark McGrath telling you that Cheyenne's not interested in being you. Hey, maybe we'll see you backstage. How is Braden 
going to get access to the backstage of a Sugar Ray concert. Oh, that's right. Sugar Ray only plays at Joe's Crab Shacks now. Right. <laughs> anyway. And when you go, 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 go. And talk about late 90s, huh? I know. Sugar Ray was the shit. Dude, I love Sugar Ray. I can see that. I loved, uh, what was it? I Just Want to Fly. Good. There is a, I have a memory that's coming to me when I was a kid. Well, I, I don't, when was Sugar Ray big? When was I Just Want to Fly? It's the late 90s, man. Yeah. So I was, I was watching an Orioles game on my Sega Game Gear, the TV tuner. You could slide the TV into the game slot. Uh-huh. It's this thing, and it turned it into a TV. Yeah. I was watching that, doing my homework, listening to Sugar Ray on my headphones. Dude, that's a lot of distractions to get homework done. <laughs> yeah. You wonder why. <laughs> I just, I had to take it all in. Yeah. And like... Somebody hit a home run on the Orioles while I Just Want to Fly was on. And I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, man. So, like, Fat Joe is on Cameo. Did you find Mark McGrath, see what he costs? Denise Richards is on Cameo. Again, did you find Mark McGrath and see what he costs? Let me let me browse. Cameo. This is- it just shows you. How transactional the world's become. Right. You got money, I'll do whatever you need. You got money, I'll do whatever you need. I mean, it's a great way for them to like get cash on the side. It's a great idea. Hey, I want I want Ray Lewis to pump me up. We're like, I want Ray Lewis, the team pays for Ray Lewis to like hype him up for two minutes. You right. put it on TV before the game. Right. Get up. Yeah, he can do that from his fucking bathrobe. Right, absolutely. What's up, y'all? It's Ray Lewis. I want y'all to get loud. <laughs> Ray Lewis, is like, you know how much this bathrobe costs? More money than you got. Get excited. You can be me. Uh, Sugar Ray, hundred yeah. bucks. Oh, that was that's it. He typically responds in eight hours. He's got twenty five reviews. Wow, Sugar Ray. That's what he's called. Is Sugar Ray. Not Mark McGrath. But Mark McGrath, and oh. then it's a singer, Sugar Ray. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and for an hour, you yeah. know, these guys yeah. just record themselves, give yeah. kick cameo, I'm sure, a percentage. Yeah, of course. You know? That's how they make their money, right? Yeah. You probably pay a fee to cameo just to do it on top of the $100. Wow, man. I, uh, Cheyenne, babe, grow up. If... Braden, she ain't worth your time, man. Yeah, fuck her, man. Just she ain't worth your time. If you, if Matt, if Maddie had to break up with you and she had to use Cameo, who do you want delivering you that message? Who do I want delivering that message? Pete Yorn? No. <laughs> who do I want? Danny DeVito, maybe? You want Danny DeVito? <laughs> uh, hold on. I don't know. Let me, let me think about this. I... Dude, That's tough. You I can mean, get Flavor Flav on Cameo. Yeah. He's 250. Yeah. He's 150 more than Mark McGrath. Uh, this is what it is. Who? I don't know. Who would you get? Um, I'm looking at him right now. Who is it? <laughs> the Soup Nazi. The Soup Nazi? <laughs> from, from Seinfeld. Yeah, I know. That's too bad. He's 60 bucks. Really? Yeah. That's too bad, man. That's awesome. Oh, you can... Uh, this is like expen- this is like expensive Fiverr. 
100 bucks, Tom Arnold. No. 50 bucks, Ozzy Guillen. <laughs> the baseball player? Yes. Wow, he's hard up for money. Let me just name a couple more. Okay. Oh, my God. Shooter McGavin. Oh, really? That guy? Yeah. He's dead, isn't he? Buck 50. Oh, he must be still alive. I thought he died. You can get Bruce Buffer. Oh, really? Um, two ninety nine. Okay. He is charging a pretty penny. Of course he is. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, the Goot. The Goots. What does the Gutenberg say? What do you? Th- I'd much- be okay with Gutenberg calling me and telling me it's over. <laughs> 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 I'd be all right with that. I think I could. I think I can handle things. What? What is he? What is he? He's running a uh, hundred twenty five bucks. I would do. I would. I would. I think Bill Burr calling to break up with me would be funny. Hey, uh, Cody. Yeah, it's just. It's just not working out, man. Or, uh, or Larry David would be interesting to have break up with me too. <laughs> you know, she. Uh, you know, she doesn't. She thought you were uh, kind of boring. You know, yes. Chappelle. Hey, man. Chappelle. It's over, bro. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking over. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Laren, sixty bucks. Oh, really? That uh, the Fox News, yeah, the Fox jerk. News blonde lady. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I mean, it's terrible, but Johnny Damon, Johnny Damon, baseball player, huh? Yeah, hundred bucks, dude. What? We have to get this guy to send us a message. Why? I want Michael Rappaport to like talk. Shit Michael about- Rappaport, fuck you, Duke. You, yeah, I want him. We need to get him. We'll split it. He talk. He we pay him to talk shit about the Dan and Cody podcast. <laughs> you fuck you, you fucking jokes. Fucking jokes, you fucking jokes. One fifty. Is that is he on there? Yeah. Michael Rappaport is on there. Rap is on there. Oh my god, that would be amazing. What is this? What is this Dan and Cody fucking bullshit? Absolutely. You ain't shit, Duke. Yeah. Brett Favre. What do you What do you think? Wrangler jeans. <laughs> Real. Comfortable, real jeans. comfortable jeans, Wrangler jeans. He's five hundred. Yeah, he's banking on all those. He's he's Brett Favre, man. But he he wants like all those Wisconsin people to like. Sure, but it's still, of course, he's that crazy high. Andy Dick, ninety nine bucks. Yeah, hey guys, the rest of the podcast is me just telling you okay, how much yeah, these people cost. check out cameo dot com. Bunch of bunch of different types of celebrities on there. Ray Lewis, 300. 300. There you go. Pump you up before you got to go do something. Enjoy it. Let's go, Colony High School. <laughs> well, well, that was that. That was that, huh? Well, I, uh, I, uh, I think it's time. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think it's time for this week's Champion, Champion of the Week. week. The champion of the week. Yeah. All right, Dan. Who has earned it? Who's gonna who's gonna garnish the crown? Who's taking it away from our hotel man? Well, Dan, I want to let you know that uh, this is this is something you might be able to relate to. Okay. And I say this because your past experience will might relate to this individual. So a sure. former McDonald's employee had been, he's, he'd been working at McDonald's for about two years mm-hmm. and in Canada. And what he would do is when he worked at McDonald's, he would always put 11 nuggets 
in every 10 piece. My man. And he said, he said, so he, so he did this and he, he tweeted it and social media went crazy. He earned over 899,000 likes and he was retweeted over 79,000 times. Holy shit. He said the location was a drive through. Um, and he said that, uh, I like to imagine they went home, saw the extra nug and <laughs> smiled a little. God bless him. God so bless him. I don't have a, the, the guy's name is Cody Bondachuk. Bondra, Cody Bondachuk. Bondarchuk from Canada. And, uh, you know. From Canada, eh? Yeah. Another, another user posted on Twitter and they said, I got 12 in my 10 piece last week. It's amazing how much a gift that feels like. It's honestly never occurred to me that this might be intentional. Dude, that's great. So our champion of the week is this Cody guy who, obviously, he's just trying to pick you up. Just trying to sprinkle some love. It is. And one it's, nugget at a time. One nugget at a time. It's funny because they also said, somebody wrote in here and said, well, uh, hopefully this was a long time ago because if McDonald's wanted to come after you, that's about $1,600 <gasps> in McNuggets you decided to do. I don't know if he... McNugget reparations? Right, exactly. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I wonder if over time how much that would affect like stock of nuggets well Probably i mean one forever i mean i don't know how many how how many nuggets do they end up selling annually it's, it's got to be and, crazy and it's like a pre-frozen just bag of nuggets you're right. just like Pfft. right they don't give a shit yeah i stole a full sleeve of of uh daniel monopoly cups daniel <laughs> did you break them apart did you win anything interesting uh i think the most i got was like a 20 dollar like gift card Wow. From Mickey D's. Totally worth that swipe into that cup, huh? Yeah. Just the full fucking mediums. Hmm. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Very nice. Well, congrats, brother. Con- congrats, Cody. Thanks for, you know, giving those extra nugs. You're the champ, man. I want to tell you about a company called JC Room Blocks. Do you have 10 or more out-of-town guests coming to an event near you? Maybe you have a bris, a wedding, a family reunion, a science convention. Maybe some friends are coming in town and they just want to get drunk in one place. Or your mom's coming into town and she's got 10 brothers and sisters and they need a room so they can all come over to your house and have a bagel. Well, I have the answer for you. JC Room Blocks, they research hotels in the area that you need the rooms. So if you're in San Diego, they're going to find those rooms. They're going to put them together for you. Oh, what? You need to be in Boston for a little bit? No big deal. Go over to Boston and hang out with your Boston friends. You got 10 or 15 of them and you need a room? Fucking Boston. That's what you're going to do. Since they're certified travel agents, they can get you the lowest possible rates. On top of discounted rates, they can also negotiate highly discounted bridal suites, shuttle service, and food and beverage functions. If you mention the Dan and Cody podcast, that's us. They'll waive their fee. That means you don't pay anything, okay? Check them out, jcroomblocks.com. I'm going to repeat that, jcroomblocks.com. They're on Facebook, they're on Twitter and Instagram. Follow them, check them out. Get all them rooms! Get all those goddamn rooms. Get all those rooms. Well. What is it, Dan? I think it's time for this week's True Crime. Someone got shot. Someone got murdered. Who it be? Who it be? You do it. Give it to me now. Family. 
disintegrated another kid. <laughs> <laughs> we just call kidding. that a twofer. <laughs> wow. No, just kidding. Here's this headline. Man pleads guilty to hiding 7.2 grams of cocaine. Where? In his butt. In his foreskin. What? 7.2 grams. That's a lot of cocaine. That's a big foreskin. That's like... Is that what it is? It's like a big bag of Coke. Like like a bag of sugar. I don't know how much a gram is. I couldn't tell you. I mean, I don't know personally. It seems like you know how much 7.2 is, though. I don't know personally. <laughs> but that's a lot of cocaine. <laughs> In his foreskin? In his foreskin. Yeah, check this out. Oh, my God. HuffPost, come on. They're like, it's not a stretch to say that a foreskin isn't the first place one would think of hiding drugs. Can I get a womp womp on that one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Wrong one. And I don't have the womp womp anymore. I have. Don't touch that baby. So there's no womp womp. Uh, but when you're naked in a parking lot and you're about to be arrested, you find ways to improvise. Joshua Hare. Police in Swindon, UK, said they found 7.2 grams of cocaine stuffed into the 24-year-old's foreskin. Wow. According to the Sunday world. Stuffed into it. Now, mind you, I've never had a foreskin because they cut mine off when I was born. I was circumcised, so there's not really a foreskin there. So I don't know how stretchy or how much that works. I He must he must have a excess. Yeah. Like like a full sleeve. Right. You know? He's like putting a he's roll like, of quarters up there. He's like snuffleupagus. Right. Oh gosh, <laughs> that's, that's terrible. Just he's a turtleneck. Yeah, undone. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks for drawing the picture. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it all began June seventeenth when Swindon police were called in to a furniture store after getting calls of a man shouting and disturbing customers in the parking lot. The officers arrived. Hair was naked. And put up a struggle before he was taken into custody and a local hospital. So this this guy's nutty. He's I mean, a, how nutty is he? He has he has enough money to to purchase seven and a half grams, which again, I don't know how much that is. I wish I could have some relatable measurement to know how much seven and a half grams is. It's probably a lot. I heard like, you know, gram could be anywhere from like fifty to eighty bucks, depending okay. on so the So he's got enough money to buy the scarcity. He's almost got it. He's almost got enough money to buy anywhere between three hundred and a thousand dollars worth of cocaine. Yeah, sure. Wow. He's had, he has a troubling background, substance abuse problems, possible mental health issues. Uh, yeah. Well, the cocaine straightens him out. Yeah, that keeps him keeps him sane. Wow. Um. He has a, a 12, wait, he was slapped with a $151 fee. Well, you know. I'm sure he, cocaine's illegal. Like, you're going to jail for yeah. a minute. Yeah, you'll, you'll get some time, a little time, right? Yeah. I don't know what, the, like, how much you can keep where it's a felony and it's a misdemeanor. I don't know if there's a, what the difference is. Yeah. Interesting spot to hide it. Boy, you're butt naked. I would think you would just try to shove that. Right. You know? 
If he's willing to shove it in a foreskin, he's obviously willing to shove it in his ass. Yeah, that would seem to be the most logical. Sure. Or eat it. Eat it's probably the smartest move. But probably very dangerous. Breaks in. You're on like. Oh, you're going to die. You're going to bust. You're like Kool-Aid, man. Your fucking heart is going (laughs) to explode inside of you, right? Yeah, that's probably why I didn't want to eat it. I guess that's also why I didn't want to put it in his butt. Oh, yeah, because if that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's like, well, foreskin it is. Foreskin it is, right. God gave me this gift. That's funny. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of crimes, I do have something to kind of bring up. I know it's okay. not yours. But yeah, yeah, let's do I'll it. I'll bring it up. So As long as it's not as heavy as last week. No, no, there weren't any uh, kids thrown in a vat of acid. Oh, God. But uh, in South Africa, the prosecutor of a uh, a home robbery case was accidentally killed by a gun that was that was used as evidence in the home burglary case. In the courtroom, the gun went off, shot this woman in the hip, and she died at the hospital. Oh, my God. It was loaded? I I thought that same thing. It was loaded, but then I thought to myself, if you're the police department, do you have to leave evidence as is? Meaning, if there was a gun used, and there was, say, a clip of 12 bullets, and only three were used... Do the other nine have to stay loaded in the gun? I feel like, like once I, I mean, I don't know. That's that's my honest answer. But here's that what way I, you don't here, like. Here's what I think what would happen is okay. You would you would you would remove the 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 items from the crime, right? You'd like pr- get them printed, get photography on them, right? Of everything, front, back, side to side, and then like then you would learn like. Someone with gloves would open it, pull out the magazine, check the bullets, and that's when you would sort of separate everything. You'd separate it. You write down what you had. Yeah, I mean, having that—that that could. It would never be loaded. No safety, right? I don't know. There's no way. I don't know. I mean, you keep there's rules shit. differently. There's there's different rules all over the world. So I don't know how you hand what the differences are handling evidence. In the United States versus handling evidence in South Africa, which is where this woman was. And the gun just went off on its own? Yeah, so they don't exactly say how the gun accidentally discharged, but it, I mean, somebody could have dropped it or uh, anything like that. However, it went off. It's not like somebody pointed at her hip and shot her, but obviously something happened at the hospital that caused her to die because they said she was, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Yeah. I guess the the authorities in South Africa, investigators are now reviewing the shooting as a culpable homicide. Yeah, that's some there's some heavy negligence there on the on the side of the, the law. I mean, I don't know. They and they said they don't know who who would who they would charge, but um yeah. I don't know. Be careful. Yeah, you got to be careful out there, guys. Woo! Dan? Cody? So, you have anything else you want to say? Um, I had an article from last week about... Have you, you know about synthol? It's like they these people like injected into their bodies to like look stronger. It like fills your muscles. 
Is it like, no, I don't know anything about it. Like, by, like people cheating in like bodybuilding will use it to okay. like look fuller. Hmm. Like but, collagen or like, like what yeah. they put inside your lips. Yeah, but it's like it's it's an it's like an oil. Here, I'm gonna send you a, p- a picture of this shit. But this guy, other people use it who don't work out at all, and they just want to look like ripped. Yeah, but I think they have they have like body dysmorphia because they think it looks good, and it looks bad. Oh God, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. So people fill this stuff up in their bodies, and then you have a doctor that's removing lumps of it. Right, because over time it like, it basically like fuses in with your muscles, and it's just it's disgusting. It's bad news. Yeah, it's 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 very very dangerous. I've seen some people with giant calves that do this kind of thing, like calf injections yeah, and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's terrible. The it, getting the implants, I think, is a safer bet. Yeah, longevity wise, body dysmorphia is a real thing. Like. And thank thank you, Kardashians, for that. But, like, thinking that that looks cool. No. There is something, something severely wrong. You're missing something. I, but I think this, this plays onto a bigger point, Dan. Hmm. And that is this, uh, the, the commonplace of, like, what people are doing to look a certain way, right? Yeah. We've always had people that wanted to, they, like, you know, they follow the trends to look a certain way. But for example, the Kardashians, like everybody wants to do their makeup like the Kardashian girls. Right. So everybody goes on YouTube and they watch these videos, these tutorials on makeup and how to make your face and highlight your face and, 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 and accentuate your face or whatever. And I'm just, it's, it's crazy. How to bring your cheeks down, how to bring your cheeks down and out, Yeah. point it out. And this is what beauty is. And it's and it's crazy because girls, young girls, they're all doing this. Everybody's doing this. Right. That's at a certain age or younger. Yeah. And that's how everybody's doing their makeup. So they're all becoming the same robot girl. Yeah. And it's it's weird. Yeah, you're like, wait, what? You the cool thing about you was the the difference. The difference. Yeah. But I, I, I guess everybody kind of goes through that though too, because when we were kids, it was like Christina Aguilera and yeah. Britney Spears and these types of women that would dress up the way they dress, and that's how girls would dress, and that's how mm-hmm. they look, and that's what you would measure it up against. It's interesting though that this guy, like, clearly he's not putting this stuff anywhere else but his arms, but in the arms, which is weird. Yeah, I it's mean, like, it'd be nice to have a sit-down conversation with and ask him why the arms. And it doesn't look real at all. Like, it's, yeah. it looks like you're, you're swollen. Yeah. It, it's so weird. It's it looks like gross. his arms are like fishing. Uh, what do you call it? Popeye? Yeah, his arms look like Popeye's arms. They call this guy. Uh, yeah, he, he's a Russian, quote unquote, bodybuilder dubbed Popeye. You know, Russians are weird in that way, too. Krill. His name's Krill. Right. That's part of it. You sent me a link about the face slapping thing. Yes. And we've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah. And how in Russia, they have slapping, slap fights. Slap competitions. Slap competitions, yeah. like an arm wrestling competition, but for slapping. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's kind of that same idea. There's this macho-ness about being uh, Russian or in that world. Men have a very different uh, expectation, whereas I don't think you see that in Western Europe or the United States as much. Yeah. Although there are still quite a few bro-y bros in the, in the United States. Sure. UFC tends to lend itself to that, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Got to be tough. Got to show you how tough I am. I always got to fight. God. Guys, watch out for the synthol. Yeah, don't You're put that. You're better than that. Yeah, don't shoot anything up in your arms. Don't put cocaine in your penis. <laughs> All the best to you. These are things I never thought I'd have to, like, remind folks not to do. And this all comes back to where we opened. You got to raise your kid yeah. to respect themselves. Teach them. Make them feel like, I don't want to put synthol in my arm. Or wrap cocaine in my foreskin yeah today today um uh, i was like i called moxie a princess i was like hey little princess and she says daddy i'm not a princess i was like you're not and she said i'm just a girl and i said and not that, yet a woman yeah i was, <laughs> I was like <laughs> and that's enough i love you because you're just a girl right you know right did she say why she didn't want to be a princess well she usually wants to every day oh Today was not the day. Today she was like, I'm a girl today. Okay. All right. Yeah. Do you, you you made the choice, and that's what you get. Do you, boo? Now get in the car. It's time to check your hymen. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that's terrible. We're heading to the doctors now. <laughs> uh, so, oh. Well, no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, uh, just because episodes one through ten, are going to go away from the regular Dan and Cody. That's right. It's time. That's right. December 1. 12-1. 12-1. Episodes 1 through 10 are going to no longer be available to our listeners unless... Unless you're on Patreon. That's right. And you support us on Patreon That's for a right. dollar or more. That's right. Uh, we feel as though those first 10 episodes are not a good representation of what, what the podcast is right now. Absolutely. And as you know? time progresses, we might slowly pull them down as we go uh, and leave those for anybody that's interested in being Patreon members. Yeah. Uh, definitely give you guys an, an opportunity to have access. But you may not get the first 10, but you still get the first 183. Yeah. You get the other 183 that follow it. That's uh, right. And so we definitely love for you guys to, to jump on Patreon and, and help us out there. And make sure that happens. Also, we want to make sure you guys continue to send us messages like yeah. Joe and Ian did. All you got to do is jump in our DMs on Instagram. I'm showing you how to do it. Send us a voice message and we'll, we'll highlight it on the podcast and we'll talk about it based off of what you guys thought or feel about our podcast this week. That's right. And we talked about a bunch of weird shit today. Yeah, a lot. A, a lot. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Sure, leave us it's a review. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. We've we probably had some podcast reviews, have we? Maybe. Have I don't you, when know. was the last time you checked, Dan? I'll check it right now. Dan's gonna check it right now. But, but while it, while he does that. If you're new, you just found us, review. Yeah, go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, go in there, go into uh I guess you can't really do it on uh Google yet. One of these nah. days they'll do that, but it'd be nice if they did. 
Yeah. But everybody, also, check out our YouTube. Uh, we did a Thanksgiving video Ooh, a couple years back, and we told right. everybody what we were thankful for. Dan and I, we're going to post that on Insta TV. Yeah. So that you'll have access to that. You'll be able to do that. You can also check it out on uh, uh, on our YouTube where we have been uploading all of our podcasts so that you have another uh, avenue or um, uh, another medium to listen to the podcast on. No new reviews since August 11th. Okay, so we haven't pathetic. Had, yeah, we haven't we haven't done a good job at getting you guys amped, and we want to get you amped. So get amped. If you send us a review, we'll send you a sticker. Wow, one shiny Dan and Cody sticker. Because you'll have to do the review, and then you have to message us an Insta story so we can get an address. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. Dan and I want to give you a big shout-out. We want to tell you we appreciate you. We love you. We thank you. And uh, it's Thanksgiving. Hug your family. Hug them. Dan, what are you thankful for? Pass. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week, guys. Until next week, when December kicks in, have a good one. Thanks for listening and laughing with the Dan and Cody podcast. Our email is Podcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on Instagram at Podcast. Check out our website, danandcody.com, and you can contribute to the podcast by going to patreon.com slash Podcast. Subscribe, bitch! Oh. Ain't nobody played a tough guy to shit, bro.